Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Are you ready to take a vacation from your bookkeeping? But your business is not quite there yet. At Tatum Accounting, we have plans that scale with your business, making them affordable at every stage. For the business owner who needs help with their accounting, but maybe is not ready to completely outsource their books, check out our new Office Hours package. With Office Hours, you get access to our private Facebook group filled with educational resources, webinars, and tools to make managing your books so much easier. The best part? Private, weekly, one-on-one support. Jump on weekly calls with an accountant to discuss anything and everything. Pricing, expenses, QuickBooks, we're here to get your questions answered. For just $150 a month, sign up for our office hours by visiting tatumaccounting.com forward slash office dash hours, or visit our show notes for the link. Now let's get back to the episode. Hi, welcome to episode 21 of Cocktails and Capital. So thrilled to have you here today, um, as always. Today, what we're going to talk about are analytics. You may have heard me talk about this in so many episodes, and I mention them a lot as KPIs or key performance indicators. Uh, And they're definitely things that we want to look at on a regular basis when we're trying to grow our business. Now, KPIs and analytics, they can be financial-based, they can be non-financial-based, Uh, You can make a KPI or an uh, analytic scale of literally any aspect of your business. So that is what we're going to talk about today. Um, I use KPIs and analytics for literally everything. Um, That's kind of what my brain does. I like to track my success over the year, um, sometimes over the course of a month, just to see how we're kind of doing on certain new services, new um, how new employees are doing and things like that. So an analytic is just really great to give you clear cut uh, information about where your baseline is and how you're marking up to that baseline. So it's, it's definitely something that we've talked about in the past on here. And I just kind of want to give you a couple of definitions that might help during the course of this episode. So one thing I want to talk about is your baseline. Now your baseline, you can set your baseline or you can pull an industry baseline. And there are a ton of tools. We'll go into one of them that will allow you to determine what your industry baseline is. Now, when I say a baseline, that is the bottom of the rung of where you want to be. If you're meeting your KPI, you can be below the baseline. You can be way above the baseline, but if we're at baseline, at least we're doing good right? Think of it as kind of like a break even. So when you're looking at your profit margin, if you're hitting break even, 
you've done just enough to cover your expenses. If we're above break-even, fantastic. Below break-even, we got to look into that a little bit, right? So baseline, one of the ones that I wanted to introduce you at the beginning of this episode. Now, non-financial analytics. Um, when you're thinking about non-financial analytics, don't think of things that are like completely way off without financials. Most analytics, most of your efficiencies, most of your things um, that you're tracking are going to be tied to financials in some way, shape, or form. When we talk about a non-financial KPI, we're looking at, you know, how many customers come in between the hours of eight and noon. How many customers come in between the hours of noon and five, if that's your operating hours, eight to five. The flip side of that is analytics, especially non-financial ones, you can go so deep into what you're looking at, what data you want to know, how you're, what you're trying to track. So if we're looking at how many customers come in between eight and noon, how much are those customers spending between eight and noon versus the ones coming in from noon to five? And then we can go even further and we can look at the hours of eight to nine, nine to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to noon. How much money are people spending? during those hours, what are they buying? Are they buying, if you're a bakery, are they buying cake? Are they buying bread? Are they buying bagels and cream cheese? Like what are they buying? When is our most profitable hour for those things? What happens then if you're a bakery is you can look and see when people are buying those items, how often people are coming in to buy those items on a non-financial scale. And then you take that information you find what is your most profitable item and you pour your time into making that item amazing. And you also can figure out what your production schedule should look like. If people are buying bagels between the hours of eight and 10, and then nothing after that, we're going to focus on making bagels first, right? But if people are coming in and they're starting to buy cake at eight in the morning and your bagels are not coming up until 10 or 11 or noon, you have so much more time to focus your baker's efforts on cake production first thing when they come in for their shift and then bagels can come in toward the end. Are you following me? Are we, are we tracking together? So with non-financial data coupled with your financial data, you can make so many more decisions about things that aren't just cash flow. It's not just revenue production. Um, it's, it is so much more targeted toward monitoring your efficiency, your employees' efficiency, your employees' efficiency. <laughs> uh, you can even monitor your contractor's efficiency. So if you have freelancers working for you, if you're a copywriter and your freelancers are producing the actual copy for you to sell to clients, um, you can track the, the frequency of their production, how quickly they can get a uh, copy out to you or to a client the quality of it, um, and who's worth investing in, who's worth keeping on. And it will help you as well to figure out how much you want to charge for those services. If you need to increase your rates, if they're not spending enough time, if they're spending too much time and you're not charging enough, that's a big one. And that is my number one thing to track is how much time are we spending on a client and are we charging that client enough? Because like I've said a million times on here, we're doing this because we love it and because we need to make money, we need to support our families, ourselves, everything. So do not forget to track that one. That's my favorite one. So I know what you're thinking. You're going, Sarah, why is this important? How is this important to my accounting? It is. 
it just is. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so analytics are important to your growth as a company, as an individual, because you want to track where you've been and where you're going, right? That's what we want to do in our personal lives. And it's, it's what we want to do in our business as well. If we are tracking diligently these KPIs that we're setting for ourselves and we're measuring against that baseline amount, you can track and see if you're going forward or if you're going backwards in your business. Obviously, we don't want to go backwards. We want to invest our time and our effort into going forward. And so if your KPI is starting to, you know, put up the red flashing light and saying, hey, you need to pay attention to me and look at what is going on in your business, you have the opportunity to adjust your course and move in a different direction if that's what needs to happen. So KPIs are wonderful tools if you use them correctly and if you're diligent about tracking them. And that's one of the ways that we can help in our day-to-day -day work is we do monitor your KPIs every day. Um, and we, we double check and make sure that things are going correctly. And we have the tools that allow us to do that with cash flow, with non-financial, with um, pulling in data from Square or Stripe, um, your Etsy sales data. We can pull in all kinds of information to do those kinds of things. Uh, one of the things that we really love to use to do that is called SIFT Analytics. Now, SIFT is a um, accountant-based company, but what SIFT does is it allows you to pull in pretty much any data that you would like from anywhere. We can pull in spreadsheets of data. We can pull in data straight from your QuickBooks file, your Xero file. We can essentially pull data in from anywhere and make custom KPIs. And that's the big thing for us when we have our conversations with our clients or potential clients. What we're doing is we're asking you, what is important to you? What kind of value are you looking to get out of our services? So if you're looking to track your cash flow, it opens up this whole other aspect of the conversation for us where we can ask you, what else would you like to track? Have you ever thought about tracking your break-even point? Have you ever thought about putting in your non-financial data to track things? Have you ever thought about tracking how frequent your sales are or what the spike looks like after you have a sale? So what SIFT allows us to do is give you these really great reports that are curated for you, your company, and how you want to review uh, the data that you're putting in and that um, you're able to use to make better decisions. There's other tools that allow you to get KPIs. They may not be as customized as people would like them to be, but if you're already using QuickBooks, they do have a good performance center in there that will give you some good key financial metrics. The other thing that you can do is you can always use your sales tracking system. Um, Square will allow you to develop some good reports based on the time of your sales, how frequent certain people purchase from you, uh, if a loyalty program is actually worth implementing into your company uh, based on your sales record. And those are really good tools to tap into when you're not ready to commit to something like SIFT or working with somebody who does have SIFT. There is also Spotlight Reporting is a really great tool. They do the same thing. Both SIFT and Spotlight will give you industry benchmarks right off the bat. So you type in exactly what industry you're in and they will pull national data to have you compare against and that is your baseline right there. So it's not you setting your baseline. Um, it is an actual industry baseline. You're able to compare yourself to your colleagues in your industry. 
There are some tools that will give you analytic data that does not require another subscription or doesn't require outsourcing. It's kind of like when you go on Facebook or Instagram and you see how many posts likes you have or how many story views you have and what your engagement is like on your Instagram or your Facebook. QuickBooks, like I said, has the same performance center. What they also do though is again, profit and loss statements, cash flow statements. Those will provide you some very good analytic data based off of your finances. I would utilize those um, to just kind of get some free data off of your file. If you're looking at a free software like Wave, those also have profit and loss statements and balance sheets and cash flow statements and a couple of other things. You can get an accounts receivable aging summary off of there and see how long it is taking certain people to pay you. And Wave is completely free. So if you're not ready to quite commit to something like QuickBooks at a higher subscription cost, you can always start with Wave and get some really good baseline reporting and establish that baseline for yourself for your business. I do want to share with you all the analytics that I personally track, um, both financial and non-financial. So some of my favorite financial ones are my break-even point. I do genuinely have a problem with shiny shiny object syndrome and any new app um, immediately purchasing everything. I I love a good subscription-based service, obviously. So our expenses can be a little bit higher depending on certain months, depending on what our clients need. So for me, the break-even point is a really good metric to keep an eye on. So that way I know if I'm at the border of spending too much and making my profit level go down for the month, or if I'm in the clear and I can purchase another shiny new object. Um, Another thing that I really enjoy is my gross profit. We do have costs of goods sold and I do take a look at where we're at on a gross profit level. If the subscriptions that we're using that are tied to our clients are getting a little too high and our cost of goods sold is, you know, getting a little bit out of hand. And if there's some things we need to scale back on, um, Also, our current ratio is very important to me. I like to make sure that we are in a good financial position to pay any of our debts should they be needed. Um, Your current ratio is just your current assets over your current liabilities. And if anything, if it's over a one, you're in the clear. If someone wanted you to pay all your bills right then and there, you're good to go. If um, you are below a one, then you might have a little bit more trouble paying those bills if someone demanded payment today. So current ratio, super important. You want to make sure that you have the assets on hand, the cash on hand in order to cover your liabilities, right? Uh, My favorite non-financial ones are pretty much tied around efficiency. Um, I'm German. We're very efficient, right? So (laughs) um, Everything for me is based on efficiency. I want to make sure that our clients are not being overcharged, but I want to make sure that we're getting compensated fairly for the services that we're providing. So everybody tracks their time, even I do. And what I do every week is I run a report for the employees and see if there's anyone that we're spending a little bit more time on and analyze why that might be. And just have a general conversation with my staff to see what we're doing and if we could be doing anything a little bit better, if they need more support from me. And then I track my own time for the month. And after the month is over, when we're doing our month end close, I pull a time report by client 
and just make sure that we're still falling into that general profit margin for each client and that no one is getting shorted, no one is getting too much time and things like that. So efficiency for me is huge. Um, the other thing that we like to track is the number of referrals that we're getting from clients and if that's generating any leads and further revenue. So I have a custom built KPI for that uh, inside of SIFT. And we use it for a lot of our service-based clients as well. And essentially what we do is we attach a number to the amount of referrals that are coming in. We assign it to a client and then we track how much revenue those referrals have gathered over the course of the year. And depending on how many referrals a certain client gives us or anything like that, obviously we send thank you notes, but we also um, have a kind of a tiered scale on our clientele and people who that who trust us enough to refer us. Obviously we love them and we trust them. And so we uh, tend to shout them out a little bit more as far as ongoing engagement and gifts and things like that. So another really good thing with analytics is that you can highlight who your best clients are, who your best customers are, um, and you can kind of rate and scale based on your goals, how you want to treat your clients and treat your customers. Um, everybody gets treated well, everybody gets treated fairly, but the people who, you know, really believe in your business and want you to succeed, obviously we love them. So that is another really good analytic to look at. Now we are coming up on 2023. We're coming up on year end close and we want to take a look at our year end analytics. Now, why do we care? Why do I even care about year end analytics? Because we're making 2023 goals and you're not going to be able to make effective goals if you do not look at your previous year. We all know the SMART acronym for goals. I'm pretty sure it's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. The one that stands out to me on that, though, is realistic and measurable. We want to make sure that we're making goals that we can track, that we can attach a KPI to, and we can analyze later on in 2023. But also, we want to make sure it's realistic. So if you have not looked at your data for 2022 and you're sitting here planning your goals for 2023, if you're projecting that you want to make like $300,000 this year just in you know, net income, but you're not looking at your cash flow to see if that's sustainable, if, you're, if your trending cash flow is still pretty low on the revenue side, $300,000, even if you got a net of 150 this year, it may not be attainable because you might not have had the growth in 2022 to sustain that in 2023. It may have been a nice level 150 net for the year. And if you want to grow to 300 and double that, you have to look at your sales data. You have to look at your client data, your efficiency, all of these metrics that come into play when we're making these goals. And so that is one of the things that we do with our clients at the beginning of the new year we sit down, we look at the previous year, how the cash flow went, how the different analytics went. We plan for 2023. We make sure that we're starting off on a good foot. So I hope that you guys have gotten some ideas for some metrics that you might implement into your practices, into your businesses. And that if you have any questions, you know where to find me, Instagram, email, Facebook, wherever you'd like to talk to me. I am here. I am 
ready and willing to help you kind of establish some metrics and point you in the right direction of how you can track those. If you guys need anything, you know where to find me. And I thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.